Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Now in the Republican-controlled Congress, I serve on the House Oversight Committee. And we are investigating the Biden family bank records. And you want to know what, Waco, Texas? It turns out I was right all along about my articles of impeachment. Joe Biden should be impeached. He's corrupted and he's not fit to serve the President of the United States. And he sells out America every single day because his family's been paid. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene, representative from Georgia. Um, not the best in the public speaking is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, right about Joe Biden and how connected this family is to a lot of money from China. Well, yes. Yes, she can make that argument. And you can go after her on that argument. Feel free. Enjoy that. I'll be over here drinking my tea. This was the speech in Waco. President Trump addressing a crowd of thousands. Okay, I... I don't know the final number, but I read 15,000. And if people want to deny it, they're more than welcome to. He's at a regional airport in Waco, and people are like, yeah, I'll wait in line three hours for him. Deny this man's popularity, and you are nuts. Out of your head, crazy. Guy has got himself a base. He most certainly does. But I, I, I want to get into the speech only because that it, you, it has to be remembered that he has a large base. He has got people. And his base that he's starting with, I would argue, is bigger than Ron DeSantis' base that he's starting with. And it's certainly louder. I don't think this is a debatable subject. And when Ron DeSantis is looking at running for president, he's got to know that he's got this uphill battle because you got to have a base that'll be able to at least take on a base. The people that we've seen on the activist side, Twitter, etc., who are absolutely unafraid of the Trump acolytes, right? I think they're actually rather effective because it shows that there's fighting back. I don't know how big the base grows. There was a, I think it was Kristen Soltis Anderson. There she is. On with uh, Jake Tapper discussing some of the people who are DeSantis voters. But it is true that Monmouth is a credible polling organization. 
and that according to those polls nationally with Republican voters, Trump is going up and DeSantis, who had a little surge there for a while, is going down. How do you account for that? I think it's important for the DeSantis team to be ready to come out with a clear message and and get this started. I think this idea of let's delay it and delay it and delay it until after the state legislative session in Florida, Donald Trump's not playing by that timeline. And if you're beginning to see this show up in the polls, you have to react. Uh, I would caution, however, there's a wide range of findings in different polls about how well Donald Trump is doing relative to DeSantis. The Monmouth poll you mentioned is a particularly grim one for the DeSantis team. Um, But in that poll, not to get too far in the weeds, it estimates that the Republican electorate is very heavily weighted toward not having a college degree, which we know that that's the direction the Republican Party is headed demographically. Ron DeSantis does very well with Republicans who have a bachelor's degree and higher. And so the big question mark is, what's the makeup of the Republican primary electorate going to be? Is Donald Trump going to be able to reassemble that demographic coalition that he put together to shock the world eight years ago? I think that is still a little bit of an open question. First of all, we like it when you get in the weeds. This, uh, uh, if you don't know, uh, Kirsten Saltis Anderson, she's very, very good at at as a pollster and, and understanding the data. It's it's a very interesting look at it. If we were to believe that that is uh, the, how it makes up, those without a college degree are going to be for Trump. Those with would be for DeSantis, and, and it's, it's certainly not a hundred percent in those things. But but interesting. I do disagree with her. I don't believe Trump that that uh, Ron DeSantis has to pay attention to any of this. There's an idea that you're allowing your opponent to paint you uh, early and often, and then you have to unwind that and undo that. I don't know how many people who are not already the ardent Trump supporter are paying attention to anything. That's, that is that is a massive unknown. I don't have that number. I don't have that level of of, of data. And I don't think anybody else does either. But I did want to get into, I mean, I, I, I was talking about the rally. I guess I should continue talking about the rally because there was Trump and this, this is his commentary. When a man comes to me, tears in his eyes, he's at almost nothing in the polls. And he's fighting somebody that's at 42 and he's got almost $30 million in the bank. He's at almost nothing. He's got no cash. And I said, I can't give you an endorsement. There's no way you can win. You're dead. But he fought a little bit, like 150. He was certainly no Jim Jordan, that I can tell you. He fought a little bit, just a little bit, on impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, meaning on television, because I didn't know him very well. But I- That's his conversation about Ron DeSantis. Weak, came to me crying, begged for help, didn't give me enough support on impeachment. Okay. If that's if that's how you want to do it, you're going to go about doing it that way. That is different than going onto Trump Social, or I'm sorry, Truth Social, and making statements of death and destruction. He goes to Truth Social 
saying what kind of person can charge another person, in this case a former president of the United States, who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far for the Republican Party nomination with a crime when it is known by all that no crime has been committed and also known that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic for our country. Trump can't handle winning. It's very clear and very obvious to everyone that this Alvin Bragg story, the DA of Manhattan, looking for a way to indict Donald Trump for a felony on a subject that isn't a felony and is barely a misdemeanor, about the categorization of a payment. Everyone knows that this is nuts. Everyone knows that Alvin Bragg shouldn't do it. There are uh, assistant district attorneys in his office saying, don't do it. This is out of control. It's an embarrassment. And you're going to lose. And Alvin Bragg does not want to lose the case. But potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic for our country. I'm sorry, anybody else said it, you'd have comment. It's Trump, there's no comment. You're winning in the public perception on this, and here you go, throwing stuff out there to ensure people are looking at you. I don't know what it is you expect someone to say to this other than that's insane. If X happens, I'm now going to encourage the violence. That is a different conversation than whether or not this is an abuse of power. I mean, good Lord, if you want to organize your coup, just go damn well do it. This is dumb. 15,000 people showed up to hear him speak. That guy's got a base, but he says things that are going to get him destroyed in a general. How do you vote? 